Good morning, everybody. Colin Morgan here, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Grind, where I speak to some of the world's most insightful and successful people five days a week. The goal of the show is simple, to show you how these people think, act, and the steps they took to get where they are, to hopefully inspire some of you listening to follow in their footsteps. This show is for people who want to learn, who want to grow and develop, and who are willing to lay it on the line and grind for what they want. Welcome, everyone, to The Daily Grind. Like I was so passionate about health tech. I worked with several health tech companies, and I once I made the connection that I could help health tech companies get their message out, I was just like, well, duh, Whitney, like, why haven't you been just focusing on them all along? As entrepreneurs, your most valuable commodity is time. Although you can't make more of it, our friends at FreshBook can definitely help you get the most out of it. FreshBooks makes ridiculously simple cloud accounting software for entrepreneurs that are long in ambition and short on time. It takes literally about 30 seconds to create and send a really professional looking invoice. There's no formulas and no fussing over formatting. Your clients can pay you directly online, which can seriously improve how quickly you get paid. And not only that, you can link your FreshBooks account to your credit and debit cards. So the next time you expense that business lunch or tank of gas, it'll show up directly in your FreshBooks account. How's that for a time saver compared to tracking your expenses manually? At the end of the day, it comes down to the simple fact. The less time you spend on your day-to-day -day admin, the more time and energy you can spend on doing what it takes to conquer your daily grind. I love FreshBooks so much, and FreshBooks is giving you an unrestricted 30-day free trial. Just go to freshbooks.com forward slash grind. Again, that is freshbooks.com forward slash grind and enter the daily grind business podcast in the how did you hear about us section joining us today on the daily grind is the mission maven whitney cole whitney is a consultant speaker and writer on a mission to help life-saving life-changing technology break through the noise and achieve mass user adoption her three-step process of amplifying the messages of health tech companies increases user engagement and drives customers to buy. She translates difficult technology concepts into simple, approachable, and reachable content for your ideal customer. Today on the show, Whitney shares her amazing entrepreneurial journey with us, along with some really powerful messages, so everyone really be sure to sit back, grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, and dive deep in today's episode with Whitney Cole. Enjoy. Well, Whitney Cole, welcome to The Daily Grind. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you, Colin? I am fantastic. Thank you so much for asking. And uh, if you wouldn't mind, Whitney, just say for some you know, listeners being first introduced to you, uh, if you wouldn't mind just kind of explaining a little bit more of what you do and who you are. Sure. Yeah. I'm Whitney Cole, and I am known as the Mission Maven. I work primarily with uh, health tech companies, digital health companies. And what I find with them is they're very mission-driven companies, but they have they have problems 
sometimes translating their mission and their message into something that's easily consumable by their ideal customer, their audience. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I help them um, come up with that message so that the, so that they can speak to exactly the right people. And then I help them put together the plan and the strategy behind content that drives their, their exact right customers to buy. So that's kind of a little bit about what I do. Gotcha. And, and how did you get into this? What's sort of your, your story and journey of what led you to where you are? So it's kind of two stories that merge together at some point in my life. Okay. But, um, I was born with congenital aortic stenosis. So I am super passionate about like just um, the medical industry and, you know, how technology gives people better outcomes with their healthcare and helps them live longer lives. Like without without technology, without amazing doctors, I would not be here today. So I'm like super, super passionate about making sure that other people get the message about technology that can save their lives, you know? So um, that's one part of the story. The other part of the story is I, okay, because of that, I always wanted to be a doctor, you know, but then I took biology in high school and I was like, well, I'm not cut out for this because I can't dissect <laughs> a frog without throwing up. <laughs> um, so I, but I did have a gift for writing and communicating and being creative. And so I went to college and majored in English, but I was always a little bit disappointed that I wasn't on track to become a doctor because I wanted to be a pediatric cardiologist because those people were my heroes, you know? Um, so I was always a little bit, bit disappointed that I was not going to be that. Um, but I did, I didn't know I had this particular gifting. So I graduated, I uh, got a job as a content strategist at a, a security firm and I worked for them creating content, learning about marketing. Obviously as an English major, you don't learn a lot about marketing. You read a lot of like Shakespeare and stuff. Um, so I don't teach you how to, <laughs> how to market, but so I, I spent a lot of time in the job learning about that and figuring out how to create content that really converted customers into buyers. Okay. Um, and so, um, then I had, I had my first kid and I was like, well, I don't really want to be tied down to a job, um, for the rest of my life while she's growing up and whatever. So I, I'd been freelancing for a few years as a content writer, um, but I went out on my own. And then more recently, I've moved more to the strategy side of things, not just the actual content creation side of things. Gotcha. And what do you say has been almost like your biggest aha moment since you know starting what you're doing? So the biggest aha moment, aha moment for me, and this is going to sound so obvious, because looking back, I'm like, that was so obvious. Why didn't I, <laughs> you know, why did I make it? Why didn't I? get that. But, um, was when I realized that like, I was so passionate about health tech, I worked with several health tech companies and I, once I made the connection that I could help health tech companies get their message out, I was just like, well, duh, Whitney, like, why haven't you been just focusing on them all along? And so once I figured out who this sounds silly, cause I work with other people to figure out who their ideal customer was. But once I figured out who my ideal customer was, it was like all the pieces of the puzzle fell into place and marketing myself was so much easier. Selling was yeah. so much easier. Um, because my story, like it makes sense to people and it compels people. And it's like, oh yeah, I totally get why you do what you do. Gotcha. And what sort of steps did you take in order to find your ideal customer? Um, so I, I work, I do this for myself, but then I work with clients as well to ask a series of questions to get to the kind of the root of why you do what you do yeah. and then like who that person is. So often what I find for myself and for the clients I work with is that, um, you know, you kind of have a general idea of who your customer is. Like I had a general idea of my customer is either a startup founder or a CEO of a small but growing company, that sort of thing. Um, 
but I didn't like have a specific person in mind. And once I nailed down a specific person who was a founder of a health tech startup that I actually worked with and that I actually helped and started creating content for, specifically for this person, um, that's when everything kind of came together with my content. And so that's what I help other people do is find that specific person. Often it's a real life person that either they've already helped or um, with health tech, sometimes what you find is the founders, the people who developed this product, they created it because they they knew someone who had a problem or they themselves had a problem that needed to be solved, whether it was a doctor who needed some sort of piece of technology to make their job easier or a patient who needed um, a better treatment option that could use technology. Um, so often there's a real life person in their story that can become their customer avatar. And I work with them to figure out who that person is and then really, uh, really zero in on the emotions that drive that person's purchasing behavior. Cause uh, I think what you find a lot of times people do is they focus on, you know, the demographics like, Oh, uh, my customer is this age and they've had this many years of education yeah. and they have worked at their job this long, but that doesn't, those things play a role, but they don't really tell you why your customer would want to buy your product or service. So we figure out like what motivates them, what, what is the outcome that they need? from your product that will motivate them to buy your buy your product yeah it's figuring out their pain exactly yeah exactly and that's sometimes easier said than done you know like it's easy to think oh i got to figure out what their problem is but then actually figuring out what the real problem is because sometimes it's just not obvious is is kind of difficult so totally and you know for you since how long have you been doing what you're doing whitney um, I have been doing this for three years full time, and then I did it for several years as a side gig. Got you. Um, what do you think's been, say, like the most important part of your of your business journey so far? What's the one thing you say you're most proud of? Okay, the one thing I'm most proud of, um, I, helping people. Like, I just love when I come alongside a person who has a brilliant piece of technology, but has a hard time getting their message out. Um, yeah. One client, she she was working super hard at you know getting the message out about her piece of technology, and it just seemed like nothing was working. It's like her ideal customer wasn't listening. She was struggling to get brand awareness. Um, and once we sat down and actually figured out her ideal customer, like she had a general idea, but once we sat down and figured out exactly who it was, exactly what problem we were solving for them, and then started creating content that helped them solve that problem, mm -hmm. it was like, it was like it, her user engagement sky, skyrocketed, her sales went way up. It was just really cool to see. So I just love helping people. I would say that's the thing I'm most proud of. Yeah, totally. And do you find a lot of, you know, people are, are say reluctant at the beginning in order to get so sort of niche down in terms of who their ideal customer is? They are because they want to speak to everyone. You know, yeah. they think if I don't speak to everyone, no one's going to listen to me. But actually, the opposite is true. When you speak to everyone, no one listens to you because you're kind of you're kind of spamming the Internet with this like mass general message that nobody really cares about. That's so true. Right. And I think that it's not for a lack of uh, passion that someone has. Right. It's just, you know, they, they think that they can help everyone. Right. You're, you're so right. And it's just you have to really be focused down on who it is you help and that's going to help you get more customers because you're going after a specific person. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Totally. So since, you know, you've been doing this, what do you say has been maybe one of the biggest obstacles you face so far as an entrepreneur? So I am a mother and, uh, also a business owner and entrepreneur. Um, so 
I think one of the biggest things for me is figuring out how to make my life as a mother work alongside my life as a business owner. And um, that like, you know, I think, I don't know if dads feel this way, but I think moms struggle with a lot of mom guilt. Almost every mom I talk to has like something she feels guilty about, you know? And so like, whether it's like, oh, I'm spending too much time working or I'm spending too much time with my kids and not enough time working, you know, like there's always something we feel like we're doing wrong. So figuring out how to balance my family life along business life, it's been, it's, I wouldn't say difficult, but it's been interesting because it, it, so what works for me may not work for a, another person. So I can't just go out and say, Hey, what did you do? I, I have to figure out what works for our family, you know? So that's, yeah. that's been one obstacle is just like overcoming the, first of all, the mom guilt and like not letting that get in the way of being a business owner and not letting it get in the way of being a mom either, you know? Cause like sometimes that happens, you get so guilty that you kind of smother your kids. <laughs> so true. Well, kudos to you because I don't know how, I don't know how any parent does it running a business. Cause I run a business now. I think it's enough in itself. I have a sister who has two kids who runs a business herself and it's just amazing. So I can just imagine <laughs> the amount of time and how, how efficient you have to be with your time. Yeah. And you know, I think more importantly, you just have to have a support system like that yeah. African proverb. It takes a village to raise a child is so true. And I think in our culture, a lot of us, like I don't live near any family so, and I think a lot of us are the same way, you know, we move to cities where we get jobs or can find clients or whatever. And so we move away from our families, but which is, it can be a good thing. Um, but in a sense, when you have a kid, it's really tough to build your own village. So actively finding people who can come into your life, come alongside you and support you and also support your children and be devoted to your children is really important. Totally. And for you, Whitney, say you had the chance to go back in time and speak to a younger version of yourself and not necessarily change anything, but maybe just offer a piece of advice or a piece of guidance. I'm wondering what that would be for you. It would definitely be uh, stop worrying so much what other people think of you. I don't know if other people struggle with this like I do, but I just yeah. from like college and well, it probably started in high school. Like every kid has that angst of what their friends think of them but it was just I would I would get frozen and I wouldn't make decisions or I would make um decisions for wrong reasons because I was worried about what someone else would think would think of me and I I'm so over that now and I wish I I wish I would have learned that lesson sooner yeah it's funny how you're a kid and you kind of when you're really young you really don't care and then you get to that age where all of a sudden it means the world and then over time, yeah. as you kind of get a little bit older, you kind of lose that. But some people don't, especially nowadays. Right. A lot of people don't. A lot of people hold that fear um, and, and really need that social acceptance, right? Right, right. And I think the people who make the biggest difference in the world, they have to move past that. Because if you live in that space, you're just going to always do the safe thing. You're not always going to do the thing yeah. that will make the biggest difference, you know? Yeah, and you have to look at like who cares if, if Jimmy doesn't like what you're doing, you know, right. Right. Really, in in the big scheme of things, like they think about something, or if you're embarrassed to put something out, someone may look at it and then judge you at the beginning, but people move on in their lives. You know, if you just think about it that way, like it really doesn't make a difference. Right. And people are not paying as much attention to me as I think they are, you know, so oh, yeah, just totally. getting over that. <laughs> I think we have like this perspective, like everybody's like watching me like a hawk, you know, but they're not really, they're more focused on their own lives. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's so true. You almost feel like you're sometimes like Truman in the Truman show, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. 
<laughs> Whitney, what motivates you? Like what motivates and drives you to wake up every day and do what you do? I think, I think number one, it would be once I figured out, like, I love helping health tech companies because of my own personal story that motivates me because if, if these companies don't get their message out, you know, if it's a piece of technology that, um, like for a cardiac patient, if it's a piece of technology that can tell this patient that their, um, their heart is having an irregular rhythm, the Apple, they just announced the Apple watch for has the capability to do an ECG. Oh, wow. Um, and so like if, and not specifically that product, but others, like if they, if those messages don't get out, someone's life may be lost because of that. Or if a doctor doesn't have the tools they need to um, spend the most time possible with their patient, you know, like patient care could be um, hurt or uh, the patient may not get the right treatment or the right diagnosis or whatever. So making sure that health tech companies get their message out, that, that really does motivate me because it's, it's important. Like it's a, it is literally, a, it could be a life or death situation, you know? Um, yeah. And then the other reason is just, uh, my family, like we, we do things differently than other people. And we want to have a free lifestyle and like, you know, have the freedom and flexibility to live where we want live how we want. And so having my own business gives our family the freedom to do that. So those would be my two, my two motivations that get me out of bed every morning. Totally. And, and based on your experience and what you've been through and what you've done, how do you personally handle adversity, doubt and failure? So this really I'm glad you asked that because <laughs> the past couple of weeks I have been struggling with something like internally, but it also affects my business and a lot of doubt, a lot of, am I doing the right thing? Is this exactly what I should be doing? Some of that mom guilt coming into play. Mm. And I, you know, I'm like, am I doing the right thing? Is this, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Or is there something different? I should be, you know, like all of those questions going through your mind and I, so it was really affecting how I interacted with my kids, how I interacted with my husband, how I interacted with my business. And it was, it was affecting the outcomes I was seeing too. And so, um, like sitting down, I, a friend called me out on it. She's like, Whitney, you are just not, you're just not in the right mindset place. Like you've got to get your mind in the right place. You got to think right. And so sitting down and taking, um, like taking into account all the things I have to be grateful for, like doing just a gratitude dump of 50 things totally changed my perspective over the past couple of weeks. Um, and so making sure that that's a practice in my life, it helps me realizing all the good things I've been given really does help me overcome adversity, overcome the doubt. And then also like looking at other people who have had similar journeys to me, you know, like started a business or, yeah. um, you know, like, and seeing, okay, they, they aren't necessarily consistently successful. They have drought times. They have times where they fail. They have times where they doubt themselves and seeing that it's not always what you see on Facebook or Instagram, you know, or LinkedIn. It's, there's so much more to the story. Um, I'm listening to a podcast, uh, called the business wars. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's super good podcast. Okay. Um, it's like they tell the story, they tell the story of businesses who have kind of gone at each other and, um, how they've been, either successful or failed or whatever. And so right now the season is on um, Southwest versus American Airlines oh, and great. like Southwest, the beginning of their story is like, they barely made it. Like the first plane they ever flew was um, they had to turn around because they had like, they had mechanical problems. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, but taking that into perspective, okay, Southwest, my favorite airline, they almost didn't make it. So realizing yeah. like, 
I'm going to face failure, but the, the difference between failing and like moving forward is the fact that I just, I just keep going at it. You know, I just take, keep taking action. Yeah. And I think that's great. And I think a lot of people look at, you know, successful entrepreneurs or successful people in general, and they almost kind of like wash away their problems. So like, oh, they have money or they've made it. So like, you know, why are they complaining about what they have? But like, everyone has the same problems. Everyone goes through the same stuff, has the same doubts, has the same fears, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. And I think we need to talk about them more. Like, I think if we don't talk about them, that's when we run into like, oh, entrepreneurs are just, they're so perfect. They have everything they want. But I think we have to open up and say, no, this is what I faced. And so that we can help other people on their journey. Yeah, completely agree with that. And, you know, for you, Whitney, like, what's one thing you do every day without fail, either morning, afternoon, night, whether it be like a ritual or routine or habit, but something that you would say has kind of contributed to where you are and your ability to get things done? Yeah. So one thing would be the gratitude thing I was just talking about. I did it consistently for a long time and then I got away from it. I got busy and I got away from it. I just felt like I didn't have time. And, um, that's when my perspective got all fearful and, you know, into self doubt and stuff. Um, so making sure that I'm consistently grateful every morning, whether I write down like 50 things or whether I just write down five things, making sure I do that every morning. Um, and then the other thing I do is because as a parent, I have to make sure that things run smoothly for both me and my kids. So I kind of plan out my day ahead of time and that, you know, your day isn't always going to go the way you want it to or the way you plan it, but that does help give me some structure to my day so that I know, okay, this is what I need to be doing when, and this is what the kids are going to be doing then. And it helps, you know, it kind of helps just make sure I'm on the right track, even if something goes totally haywire. Yeah, Totally. And what would you say, you know, as a, as an entrepreneur, a business owner, what's say like the most valuable skill you have? I would say, oh man. Okay. I would say it's learning how to write at a fairly young age. Um, Mm. and you know, you're always learning and changing, but I think, I don't, I don't think that anybody should not be a writer because, because I mean, I know videos big online, um, audio podcasts are big, but the written word is not going anywhere and with blogs and with ebooks and with all of this other kind of content that people are putting out everybody is a publisher these days and so you can can't not get away without writing you know so um whether it's you know taking a class or just writing every day to learn how to write better like everybody has to be a good communicator yeah completely agree and you know last question for you is you know i always ask say say there's this you know magic genie okay magic person <laughs> who could come into your business and help you with one thing i'm wondering what they would help you with ooh good question what would they help me with um i would say <laughs> the magic genie would give me more time <laughs> um <laughs> i feel like there's just not enough time in the day to do everything i need to do so i guess that would be one thing um the other thing would be it would if there were a magic genie. Do I get three wishes or do I only get one? You you get one. I'm gonna give you only one. Oh, today. just one. Okay. <laughs> okay, then just enough time. That's that's what I would ask for. Like maybe 26 hours as opposed to 24 hours. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. <laughs> and now Whitney, the way we end the show here is uh, I give you the floor, and you have the opportunity today to share with our audience the thought of the day. So one thing or one thought that we can all go home with today. I would say it would definitely be the gratitude thing. Like that is just something that I've been thinking about a lot lately because without being grateful, we lose perspective and be like 
being grateful, practicing gratitude doesn't necessarily change your circumstances, but it, it changes your perspective and it, it brings everything, I guess, into perspective so that you can see things accurately. Cause when you're not, when you're not being grateful, when you're not taking into account everything that's good in your life, you, you forget about them and then life just seems like it sucks, but it doesn't really, every one of us has something we can be grateful for. And no matter how dark it is right now, no matter how, you know, scary or how much it seems like you're failing, there is something you can be grateful for. Absolutely. And now Whitney, what's the best way our audience can reach out and connect with you? For sure. Yeah. So I'm on Twitter at mission underscore Maven. Um, I'm on LinkedIn as Whitney Cole. And then uh, my website is themissionmaven.com. And I will have a welcome page for all of your listeners, Colin, at themissionmaven.com slash grind. And they can get a template that helps them um, figure out like how to plan their content um, and how to plan it the easy way. You know, like not just, oh, I need a blog post this week. What should I write about? But how how to make it simple and focused for their ideal customer. That is amazing. Everyone, be sure to visit themissionmaven.com forward slash grind. I'm going to share all these links and best ways to connect with Whitney on Twitter and LinkedIn. And as you can see from this interview, everyone, success is driven by passion, hunger, and today being grateful. Everyone has to overcome obstacles. Everyone has a story. Start building yours today. Today, we had the chance to speak with the amazing Whitney Cole. Whitney, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and coming on the show here with me today. Yeah, thanks, Colin. This was great. The pleasure was all mine. And everyone, if you liked today's episode, please be sure to hit that subscribe button. Leave us a comment. Share it with your friends. Until next time, Colin Morgan signing off. And always remember to keep on grinding. Hey grinders, I know you listen to me every single day and I want to thank you so much for that. Now it's time I reciprocate it to you. I'm giving away a free 15-minute consultation to any Daily Grind listener out there. It's super simple. You just have to go to the link in the description of this podcast, click that, book a call with me, and it's that easy. See, having the opportunity to speak with some of the most successful people and entrepreneurs five days a week has really given me a unique outlook on life and business. Now it's time I want to share that wisdom with you personally. So go ahead in the description of this podcast, you're going to see a link there to book a free 15 minute call with me. Click on that, sign up. There's nothing to it. I just want to hear where you're at and how potentially I could either help you or put you in touch with one of the people in my database to help you. So go ahead, link in the description, click that, and I'll talk with you soon.